everybody, and welcome to another edition of the One Step Better podcast. I'm your host, Mike Schaefer, and with me today is a special treat. We do these from time to time, and that is an employee spotlight where we're going to give you a chance to get to know somebody on our team that you may or may not have interacted with, but you know, all of our team members play a really important integral role into what we do. And so today with me is Shelby Betts. Shelby leads our sales team. I'm not going to steal all of her thunder, but thanks for joining me, Shelby. Um, you know, we have all of our standard questions that we're going to hit on today. And so that the, the first thing I want to know is tell me a little bit about your role and how you got to become a part of our team here. Yep. Um, and Mike, when are you going to do your employee spotlight? That's the question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. That's that a we good have story. To, yeah. Uh, so I came to the firm about a year and a half ago. I started in March of, uh, tw- gosh, 2018, I think. I can't do math. 2019. 19, yeah. March of 2019, not the accountant or the <laughs> numbers person. Um, but yeah, I, I moved to Memphis um, right out of college. I went to a little school in um, Searcy, Arkansas, and um, had studied business in Spanish. I got a job in West Memphis. I was selling commodities and was in the steel world for about six years, five and a half, six years. Um, worked for an awesome guy and just, I love what I was doing, but I didn't like how often I was doing it. It was really stressful day in and day out, and I was like, something's got to give. One of these days, I'm going to want to get away from my desk and just uh, do a little bit more than what I was doing. So I, uh, I saw an ad on, um, online about Patrick Accounting. My husband's an accountant, so I thought, well, that sounds interesting. And um, so I applied and talked to like six recruiters and um, didn't hear back. That's always encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> so about two weeks after I'd, I'd talked to, I think, this recruiter like three times, um, I just called her back and said, hey, just want to move on. Um, I'm guessing I didn't get the role, but I just wanted to just touch base and confirm. And she said, give me just a minute. Give me just a minute. And um, so I got a call about 10 minutes later, and she's like, well, when can you interview? So (laughs) my guess is I got here because somebody did not accept the offer, and (laughs) that was the next best pick. No, that wasn't the case at all. To be fair, I... um I applied for a job here and and didn't get it. Oh wow! And then about did three you, months uh, later, <laughs> <laughs> turns out to, let's uh, let's let's see what we can what we can that's do. That's right. Did you take the accounting test? Did you fail that bookkeeping test? <laughs> I never even got to the point of getting to take the assessment. Wow, so that's interesting. What I did wrong is um, when I applied, it was through a Craigslist ad. Okay. And in the Craigslist ad, it said something like, "Email us a copy of your resume," or or um, fax it to it was it said something it was very detailed in what you were supposed to do and I didn't follow those instructions (laughs) (laughs) and so I got just like thrown away yeah and then I went back it was three months or so later and I read it through it because it's like this is a cool place I want to I think I want to work there yeah and uh and so I I did it again and followed the instructions and got got through (laughs) yeah I was similar the bottom of it it was like do not call the company if you call you will be rejected but I was like is this a sales test? Because you're supposed to call even yeah. when you're not supposed to call. We've changed our recruiting and hiring practices since that's then so to not, not do those little things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's how I got here. Um, I was super grateful that the company took a chance on me. I, it's been fun ever since then. And I love what we do. I love who we are. So that it's easy to come to work when you like what you sell. You love the people you do it with. And so that's important. Um, in terms of my role, um, so I, I like to say I'm about 95% salesperson, and so I'm still visiting people and um, meeting people. Um, it's harder to do, obviously, with COVID. I love getting to go see, you know, walk into an office, kind of see who the owner is, look at their back office, go into their facility. Um, so I really miss doing that in COVID. I really miss networking. I had no idea how extroverted I was until COVID. 
hit. Um, but yeah, so I, I just, I meet people and, and I kind of see what their pains and problems are and uh, see if we have a solution that makes sense for them. And so that's what I do on the sales side. And then I have like an ancillary second little hat uh, that we call sales leadership. And so that for me, what that means is, is doing my best to invest in, in my teammates um, and helping them, you know, be more effective and, and efficient at their job. We, we use those words a lot. There's a difference between being efficient and effective. And, Absolutely. Uh, we want to do both. Um, but so, yeah, that's that's the sales leader side is investing in, in my team and in the direction of where we hope to take, you know, revenue and sales in the future. At what point did you realize that you wanted to be in sales? Probably when I was selling drawings to my friends. <laughs> no, actually, I do, I do attribute this to, um, I think it's, I think all salespeople are bent towards just loving to make money. Um, and me and my dad, when I was a kid, uh, we had a little bit of land and he loved horses. And so one summer he, uh, he bought a, a horse that had not been broken to ride. And was like, hey, Shelby, if you help me break this horse, and probably because he didn't want to get thrown off of a, yeah, a horse exactly all why. summer long. <laughs> you know, but he said, hey, if you help me break this horse, I'll split profit with you. And I thought, oh, this is, this is great. So I spent all summer getting chunked off of this horse. But at the end of it, you know, we, we were able to sell that little baby, and I got a little portion of it, and that was fun. So yeah. I think that's probably where it started. Um, and then probably the second is just, I just love people. I just love meeting people. And so when I realized that I could make money by just talking, I was like, this is the career for me. If you weren't, if you weren't here doing sales or if you weren't, if you weren't allowed to do sales, yeah. what, what career path would you choose? Yeah, this is lame, but if I could not be a salesperson, I would buy a little piece of land and I would grow pumpkins or vegetables and have a pumpkin patch. Why is there not a pumpkin patch in Memphis? Can you grow pumpkins here? Yes, you can. The can soil you? is very fertile. We have some of the biggest trees in the world. But yeah, I'm from Middle Tennessee and um, you know, there's a pumpkin patch every two miles and yeah. here you, a pumpkin patch is like a tarp on a on a concrete With parking lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So probably done something like that, I tried which to grow, is a little bit of selling. I tried to grow a pumpkin uh, this past year, I guess. Yeah. And uh, it was doing well, man. It was doing so Just well. Just one pumpkin. Well, we so Hudson had, uh, we went to, we had a little garden and he wanted to do something. So he, when we went to, we were at Lowe's one day and he picked out seeds. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to do this. And it was doing so well. And I accidentally ran over it with the lawnmower. <gasps> Are you Oh my <laughs> goodness. That stinks. Oh, Poor baby. So what'd you tell him? How'd you break the news? Did he find it? He or did still you doesn't know. <laughs> he still <laughs> he doesn't, forgot. He forgot that he was growing pumpkins. And so I'm not bringing it up. That's so funny. But yeah, totally yeah. ran over our pumpkins. That's hilarious. Yeah, there's something fun about trying to grow things, have your hands in the dirt. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. enjoyable. It's like, I did that. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. What, it, what has been the, the proudest moment or your biggest accomplishment here? Well, hopefully that's to come. Um, but probably my, my most favorite, you know, deal to be a part of was um, we had gotten a referral uh, for a larger business that it was a, not out of scope in any sort of way, but just different from what we had been doing. Um, and I quickly realized the sales process was going to be um, more complicated than what we were used to. And so Matt had been like, there's no way we're getting that. Just move on. And I was like, absolutely not. You know, so, um, <laughs> Challenge. Like, we get this. This is a one shot. So um, we invited this team uh, to Memphis. And um, thankfully, some of our clients are really nice. Shout out to Mike Cordor. But um, I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> absolutely. <Why laughs> Sorry, not? Mike. Um, but this I called segment some is brought of our... to you by One and Only Barbecue. <laughs> That's right. One and Only. Buy some ribs. Um, but anyway, uh, I had just reached out to some of our clients and said, Hey, this, this team is not sure they want to work with us. 
um, can I bring them by, put them in a room with you, and shut the door? Because they needed to know that we could do what we said we were going to deliver, and they needed more than a salesperson saying that in their ear. And so um, the sales process was a little longer than it needed to be. I made a couple trips uh, to get it knocked out, but um, that just was really fun because I think now, um, looking back, you know, every time I touch base with them, I consider myself a relationship manager. So I'm just calling <laughs> to check in, you know. I'm sure they get tired of it, but hey, just call and check in. Um, but every time I call, it's things are going well, or hey, there's this one thing, can you, you know, or I've got a question about this, but um, the panic and the stress that they started with, I, I can see that, you know, being reduced. And so it's nice to know we can deliver on, on what we, we offer, but the sales process itself, I really enjoyed. You, you for that particular deal, that, that uh, timeline, was very different than anything else that we had done and you had you you did do a fantastic job Thank of you. whatever it's going to take I want this to happen and so you know you rolled up your sleeves and yeah. got unconventional and, and that was really fun to see you yeah. did a really good job with that it's fun what's your favorite part of uh of your day-to-day -day job well my least favorite part is is cold calling um, my most favorite part is probably the first meeting um, I love the tell me your story. You know, I know about the business before I go in there. I know about the owner. I know what they're doing. I know their website. You know, I, I, I come in very prepared uh, for the first meeting, but you just get such a fun sense of who the owner is when they're telling you like their why, which I speak on all the time. But, you know, I talked to a business owner the other day and, um, you know, he just happens to have a very um, interesting skill set that has made him very successful. But that has nothing to do with why he does what he does. He is in this for his kids and his grandkids and his family. And you just think, wow, I just love helping people like that. So I think the favorite part is first time meeting and um, just starting that relationship. Do you think Like you the would, first date. It's like speed dating. You, you, know? you do. You get, you get a lot of quick information. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, do you ever think that you would go out on your own and, and maybe want to start your own business? Uh, yeah. If I had a skill set that I could sell. <laughs> What, pumpkin farming isn't a skill set to sell? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You kind of learn the profile of a business owner. Um, and so that's, that's kind of fun. I do always wonder, do I, do I have what it takes to do this on my own? I don't yeah. know. I don't know the answer to that. You said your least favorite part of your job was cold calling. That's right. Why is that? Yeah, well, it's, it's not fun. I mean, um, it's just a part of it. You know, people don't know you and uh, making that first phone call, they think you're a salesperson. You know, I'm, of course, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to reach out and try to set meetings. And, um, you know, people are just, they uh, covet their time and they protect their schedules as they all rightfully should. Um, and there's a lot of bad salespeople out there that are not well-intentioned and um, not strategic with how they approach businesses. And so naturally, you know, your secretary or your admin has been trained, like, do not put a salesperson through to my phone line or they're going to get chewed out. And so, anyways, cold calling is no fun just because you kind of have to, you just have to brace yourself mentally for it that some people are going to hang up on you. I had a business owner that cussed me out the other day and I was like, wow, man, you must be having a really hard day. You know, it just was one. I was like, wow, I just said hello. Can I steal a minute of your time? <laughs> Um, so that's never fun, but once you can get past that and it's like, okay, this person is not out to just kill me, you know, it, it gets easier. I got a cold email the other day from a business development rep at, at, at some company. And, uh, I normally don't respond to those, but this one, it, it kind of did his normal two, three sentence, uh, spill. And his last, his, his clothesline 
was, hey, let me know if you're interested in talking more. Or you could just send me a profanity-filled response. Either one. Love good. it. <laughs> and so like, that kind of caught my attention. So I fired back on. I was like, you know, we're not inter- interested right now. But that's right. hopefully you don't have too many profanity-filled responses. Oh, you would be surprised. That, that's, a, that's probably when you do an employee spotlight on Maggie. You know, Maggie is, she's our SDR. So she's, you know, she's doing a lot more cold outreach than yeah. I am. I get to at least be strategic and say, hey, I know your insurance broker, and he's awesome. Can I talk to you? You know? Yeah. And sweet Maggie, she's doing some things, but she always tries humor. And some, you know, if you get someone that laughs and, you know, she had one the other day who was like, "Uh, just because you're funny, I'll talk to you. Yeah. You know, but she succeeded. That's, that's what it was. She had just stayed on him and was hilarious. And he, you know, he took, you know, we were able to spend 15 minutes with him. So it sometimes can be fun, but yeah, it's definitely not. My first thought when you said that is, I think that the type of client that would be, that would respond to that and would engage in that is going to be a better client for That's us right. anyways. Like that would be just a fun person to hang out with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, when Rick was here and he did his employee spotlight, he said that his least favorite part was the paperwork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about you? How do you feel about the paperwork? Well, we don't have paperwork. Rick does. So. <laughs> Rick has paperwork. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't care about that. For me, that's, that's where I get the high is, you know, I've actually joked around. I've been saying this for a long time, but I really want a contract writing pen, like something humongous, um, that I can take to a client and just say, you know, Hey, what's going to keep you from saying yes today? I brought my (laughs) pen. Let's sign the deal. Um, so no, I don't mind paperwork. When you walk in with a big giant, you know, let's say you get a four foot pen. That's right. Client's going to know, Hey, you know, we're here to get some signs. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Or they're going to laugh you out of their building. That's right. Yeah. I had, a, crazy. I had an old sales guy who I love. Um, and he, he uh, anytime he couldn't get a prospect to commit to him, he, he would send them a pen in the mail. And um, he would say, this is your purchase order, write in pen. If you're going to send me a purchase order, use this pen, let me know. If not, you know. And so that was always like, it, it at least got the prospect to let us know one way or the other. Yeah. You know, were we doing business Just or are we chunking the different. pen? Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Paperwork's not so bad when it's electronic. That's true. That's true. A <laughs> couple clicks of a button, right? It can't be that difficult. That's right. Now, the IRS needs to get with it because it's no fun to have to have wet signatures on IRS forms. So that's a little bit of a pain when you have to call the, you know, when you have to call the prospect yeah. and say, hey, we're really tech-savvy firm, but by the way, you also have to print these out because the IRS still needs a wet signature. That kind of stinks. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It slows the process down. I'm going to ask you one more question. Yep. It's, uh, it's everybody's fun question. If you could have any superpower in the world, would that be? Yeah, I don't know about superpower, but um, Captain Marvel is like hands down. She's the best Avenger. So being able to, you know, blow fireballs out of my hands and fly in space <laughs> and change my suit colors with, you know, that Click would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Can you go fly to the moon and, right. and shoot it up with oh, fireballs? Oh, the superpower. <laughs> yeah. Just blow my enemies out of the sky with my hands. Yeah, that's that, awesome. that would be scary. Hopefully, you don't get that superpower anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> they have the, the cops are going to be showing yeah. up. Yeah, be like that or a Jack Jack, you know, from The Incredibles, oh, and yeah. he just gets mad and turns into a little fireball. Yeah, I already I have a Jack Jack at home. So <laughs> it's not a good superpower. That's right. <laughs> well, Shelby, thanks for joining me. It's always Thank fun you. to talk with you. Good to be here. I'm really excited that you're on our team, and it, it's always good to get to know you a little bit better. So Thank you. Shameless plug, but if you need accounting services or payroll services, give us a call. There you go. <laughs> Wouldn't expect anything else from you. <laughs> Shelby, thanks for joining us, and uh, for all of you guys out there listening, really, really grateful that you've uh, taken some time out of your day to listen to our podcast. Uh, make sure you click s- subscribe so that you don't ever miss an episode, and uh, we'll see you next week on the One Step Better podcast. Mm-hmm.